0: Hi, my name is Alevin Young, coach of the Flyers. Hey, I'm Travis Konechny. Hi, I'm Paul Holgren. Hi, I'm Matt Neskno. Hey, I'm Scott Lutton. Hi, I'm Joel Faraby. Hi, it's Derek Ramp. Hi, this is Brock Clark. you're you're listening listening to to Snow the Goalie. 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 Snow the Goalie.
1: Snow the Goalie. Snow the Goalie. goalie. (laughs) Oh, yes! (laughs) Oh, yes! Yes! Ladies and gentlemen, it's time! Welcome in. This is Snow the Goalie. You're watching us live. You're bringing us into your homes. Maybe you're watching on Facebook. Maybe you're on Twitter. Perhaps YouTube Live. Oh, that's right, friends. You're watching on your TV, on your cable box. You're watching on your phone, on your laptop, on your tablet. You can pull us up over on YouTube, youtube.com slash Crossing Of course, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Crossing We're also available on the Snow the Goalie page on Facebook, where we got a five-star review. And we've oh, got, of nice. course, Twitter, at Crossing Broad, at Aunt San Philly, at Joy on Broad. And we're going to get started. Anthony, my dear friend, hair plugs, hair plugs this week. <laughs> is that what it is, Russ? No, you know what? I Those figured, are the best you know, hair I, plugs I've ever seen. Like that's <laughs> Joe Buck level of hair plugs. So, so the thought process is really this.
0: Um, you know, last week you gave me a lot of grief and a lot of people online gave me grief for my hoodie and my pink um, heart-shaped sunglasses that I wore because uh, I was going stir-crazy during the, uh, during the <laughs> pandemic here, sitting at home. Uh, Kevin Kincaid, our friend over at Crossing Broad, uh, called, called me uh, a mix between the Unabomber and Elton John. Mm-hmm. So I decided that this had to become a thing, right? So last week we recorded Crossing Broadcast, and I wore the summer hat, and this week I figured since, you know, we have a, a topical thing, we're going to be talking hockey and a little bit of Tiger King this week. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go with the mullet, you know, I went, with the, went mullet, you know, John Lennon sunglasses maybe don't kind of go with the theme. But yeah,
1: hey, you what, know? If, what if we did a uh, crossing broad version of Imagine like uh, Gal Gadot had everybody do uh, a few weeks ago? Yeah. yeah
0: imagine all the people
1: all right everybody it's been nice seeing you have a splendid day. rest of your evening that's uh, it we're done all
0: so right so
1: here. for those who might not have been with us last week of course we're streaming this live we let off the show with that if you're listening to it on the podcast feed then you'll know uh You know, you'll you'll have heard this, but if you come in at some point late on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube, um, we're going to have the running comments, questions, concerns over on the side. We'll read those questions as they come in. And Anthony, we've got Trevor Harris over on Facebook saying, yes, I miss you guys a lot. Oh, thanks. Appreciate that. And also said, did Anthony come out of a Scorpion music video? <laughs> do you know a fun fact about scorpions yeah do you know where they're from uh the midwest somewhere deutschland germany really they are yeah they uh they did almost all of their songs in english but they are a german band so that's awesome there you go enjoy that uh kevin danko checks in and we'll get to this a little bit later in the Tiger king Section of our show when uh, well, well, we'll get into some theories. But Kevin Danko says on uh, Twitter, Carol Baskin definitely killed her husband.
0: I think we agree, but we'll get to that.
1: Trevor Harris uh, also wanted to know: Is that John Bon Jovi or Anthony Sanfilippo? <laughs> come on now, come on, come man. on. I, I look, on. I look more like I, I think I look more like 1993 John Cruck than John Bon Jovi. I agree. I agree 100%. Oh, we got big news. Big news. Not about hockey. For the first time ever, a state has approved gambling on the U.S. presidential election. That's (laughs) right. West Virginia has approved FanDuel Sportsbook to offer odds on the election immediately. We're not sponsored by them, but there is a uh, write-up over on CrossingBroad.com, and there's a promo code, I'm sure, for a deposit bonus. So you can go check that out if you're in Pennsylvania, I believe Indiana, New Jersey, and West Virginia. Well, we're not we're not spo- sponsored by them, Russ, but that's only because of the
0: coronavirus hiatus. I th- I have a feeling that uh that's they'll fa- be no back. no no FanDuel.
1: DraftKings still does oh, sponsor DraftKings. us. Hey there, DraftKings. Oh, okay. We love you dearly. It's okay. I thought you were talking about DraftKings. No. My bad. No, no, no. We're sponsored by the number one gambling uh sports betting app in the entire United States of America DraftKings Sportsbook anyway Anthony there's uh some stuff to talk about this week yeah and, and it's kind of interesting because over the weekend I think we were all still under the same kind of assumption that there was a decent enough chance that we weren't going to see hockey that we weren't going to see any professional sports league uh, coming back anytime soon. But it's been interesting to watch over the last 48 to 72 hours just how much it seems like different leagues want to be the first one to get back in. It looks like Major League Baseball uh, is considering playing in Arizona to getting everything set up uh, and, and of course, playing without fans. The NBA has been rumored to be exploring the possibility of Las Vegas to start their season with uh, no fans, keeping everybody quarantined to the same hotel, same facility. And then a report came out that The NHL, while maybe not wanting to locate just specifically to North Dakota, has that as one of potentially up to four different locations that they would look to have games being played. I wanted to get your thoughts, first of all, of how you would feel about the Flyers ending up playing uh, in Carson Wentz's home state. And uh, how do you feel about the idea of these leagues looking at trying to centralize everything to one city, one state?
0: I'm in favor of it, Russ, because I think that culturally we need sports to come back. We can't put all this off until September, October, whatever. Like, th- th- this country needs something. We need a diversion. We can't sit down and watch, you know, task force, coronavirus task force updates all day long every day um, to hear a lot of the same drivel. Um and I you know, I, I know people are gonna say, well, that's kind of callous to call it drivel, but considering <laughs> the source, it kind of is it kind of is drivel. Um, look, we know we know the seriousness of this, we know where it's at. And um you know, there was a report from the CDC today. We're recording uh on uh Tuesday the seventh. Um there was a report from the CDC today that said, you know, the death toll might not be nearly as bad as as originally projected. That said, it's still going to be a pretty high number. Um, Maybe we're starting to see, you know, after this week into next week, we start to see that we've hit the peak of the curve and we're working our way back down. Um, That doesn't mean, you know, you can just, you know, return back to normal in two weeks and everything will be hunky-dory again. It's going to take a few months to kind of get slow, slow, getting to and we might not to, um, but at the same time, uh, I think it's I think it's important until we get to that point that we have a diversion and even if it's professional sports with no fans, it's a diversion and we'll sit down and we'll watch it. It doesn't matter if it's baseball, if it's hockey, if it's basketball, if it's played in Paducah, uh, you know Paducah. it doesn't Illinois Paducah like it doesn't matter where it's being played as long as it's there and we can pop it on our televisions and then discuss it and talk about it. Like, it's cool, man. Like, that's what we need. And so if the NHL wants to go to four different cities, if they want to put it in North Dakota, if they want to go to freaking you, you know, the Yukon in Northwestern Canada, you know, and find a rink up there to play,
1: I, I don't care where they're playing. Let's just get them back playing. I agree. hundred percent. Now, the issue, of course, that you're going to run into, oh, and we talked about this over on Crossing Broadcast last week, and I'm sure we'll touch on it later this week with uh, the aforementioned Kevin Kincaid and our dear friend Bob Wankel, um, there is an optics issue that could exist for any of these leagues that decide to uh, take their leagues and, and bring them back, and arguably too soon, insofar as there, there's going to be such strict guidelines on testing of the players testing on any event personnel testing of officials quarantining them away from their families like baseball you know one of the concerns that was brought up today is you're potentially talking about taking entire major league rosters and sequestering them from their families for four and a half months potentially which is borderline insane but you could make the argument that for the players and for the league it it's what might have to be done i think that there is that optics issue though that Let's say that the NHL decides to come back and the only way to ensure that no one has COVID-19 is by testing them every day prior to every skate, prior to every game, prior to every practice. Um, and the same thing with all of the event personnel, you know, until testing is regularly available and, and readily available to the public, it seems like it would be a pretty hard ask from the the united states as a whole from the global uh landscape to look at a league and say well hold on a second why should these few hundred people get priority testing and not just have it once but get it potentially daily every other day how is that fair and then you do also have the question of minor league players that might get brought up maybe that applies a little bit more to baseball unless they expand the the rosters but in the case of the nhl you know unless they're going to allow for some of the potential players that might have gotten a, a call up uh, later in the year or for the playoffs. You know, there there is a concern that unless you're going to have those guys available, are we going to then set aside a few hundred more tests? And and I think that's where you start to get into a, a real uh, optics issue. You get into a real problem uh, with, you know, pr- trying to bring your, your league back. And now it looks like uh, Anthony's video has gone out. No, he's back. He's back. All right. So go ahead. I'm here.
0: You've had had twice where your connection has
1: uh, kind of crapped out. This is the first time on the video. You've kind of done that weird robotic thing that I used to have to edit out when we uh, use the audio only program, but it's okay. But I need to get you a wired connection. I think that's where we're at.
0: A wired connection? Yeah. You want me to go down in the basement and
1: plug into the router? I mean, if you did, you'd have a better connection it's okay continue <laughs> um yeah
0: i i don't i think it's i think it you know don't worry about the optics russ i mean really i mean the way i look at it is is that if we're not coming back till june july the hope is at that point that more you know the testing is readily available at that point it's not like we are we were at where we were a couple weeks ago where the nba was testing all their players, you know, all those teams were getting tested Mm -hmm. and the tests didn't exist for the general public. I mean, now we have tests that are going around. I think it was announced today that we've conducted over a million tests in the United States. um, And they expect to have even more of them in the coming weeks and that they're going to be the, I think it was announced today that um, one of the uh, approved tests will be able to uh, identify if you have coronavirus well, there's that antibodies one, and they're doing that in Chester County here in Pennsylvania. Which is awesome. Um, but I, but I, I meant that, that they're going to be able to test you in five minutes. Yeah. Like, you'll know within five minutes whether you have it. You don't have to wait for results anymore. So, I mean, as we progress with the testing, um, if we get to the point where in June, July, testing is no longer a national emergency that we don't have enough testing, um, we might still be working on a cure, we might still be working on a vaccine, but as long as we can test, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 you know that at that point does it matter if you're testing, you know, 700 players and at that point, maybe, maybe 700. not. I mean, if you're just doing playoffs, it doesn't matter if you're testing that few guys, you know, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think, I think at that point we'll be okay. So I don't think that, that, you know, if we're doing it right now, optically, I think it would be bad. But if if you wait two months,
1: I don't think the optics are nearly as bad. I'm just watching a video right now on Twitter of uh, Ilya Kovalchuk doing squats with a, little barbell i don't need this this isn't the kind of content i need he put it on his instagram it looks like he was like trying to do a dance from tiktok but anyway i don't expect you to know tiktok is anthony i'm guessing that's i I have it i have it on my phone no you don't
0: stop all right here you go russ just just for your edification
1: have you like done a video have I done a video? Yeah, there should be like a Anson Philly dance feed. Do you see it down there? Yeah. Why are you covering the top? What kind of apps how, do you have up top that's that just you're how I'm about? holding it? That's
0: what. It's uh-huh. No big deal. There's
1: nothing uh-huh. to hide. All right, over in the comments, I want to hear from everybody. What do you think are in the uh, top two rows of Anthony Sanfilippo's Filippo's apps that he covered up with his hand that he just claims oh, was? Uh, anyway. You're gonna make me.
0: You're gonna make me show everybody what's above it, right? No, it's okay. I don't. I don't care enough
1: uh trevor trevor david or trevor harris over on facebook says uh uh or where dave haxtall coach that's uh for north dakota uh keith pudliner over on facebook says go jets go wow gonna get screwed out of a playoff spot i'm sure wow hold on a second i want to know how keith found our show but being a jets fan interesting well you you got to remember, I do go on the Illegal Curve Hockey Show in Winnipeg. Ah, that could be it. But how would that, I don't know how that would translate to to, 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 to Facebook. It's not your Twitter, it's Facebook.
0: Well, I mean, I've I wrote it. I say, you know, hey, you know, we do uh, Snow the Goalie podcasts and every Flyers mm. game, you can watch us do the Press Row Show through the Crossing Broad Facebook page. Uh, true. So maybe that's how,
1: True. maybe that's how it was found. Well played. I, I,
0: I'm just guessing.
1: Okay. Uh, Trevor Harris also says uh, cultural and society. We need sports back ASAP. If I see or read another Rona news story, I may put myself in concussion protocol.
0: Yeah, I, and listen, you know, I I have a a day job where I have to write stories for a trade organization, and. Normally, it has to do with just information that you know is interesting to people who are interested in that particular trade. All I'm doing anymore is writing about how coronavirus is affecting that trade, and it's it's nuts. It's it, every day. I did three more today, it was like, oh my god, this is insane! Like, you know, how much more of this can you do? I, I just want to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's just but that's what that's what people are taking in, that's what people are talking about. No, this is. What, three snow the goalies now, where all we've talked about at the beginning of the show, at least for the first half hour of the show, has been coronavirus and how the league's going to respond to coronavirus and, you know, what our take on coronavirus is. So, I mean, we've, we're we guilty of it ourselves,
1: you know. I think it's um, more that we're just trying to update the people on what's happening, not so much of talking the people. about the people. Yes, we're the updating people. the people. Yeah, we love the people. Uh, Bill Gordon says that China should have to pay for everything. Uh, Jamila Harris on Facebook says, uh, what in the Easter bonnet is going on? Is is that a reference to what I'm wearing? I think so. Yeah. On my head? Yeah. 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 Bill Gordon wants to know how much weight we've gained since, uh, the quarantine.
0: It's, a, it's a, I, sh- I should weigh myself. I haven't done it in a few days. Um, so when I was sick back in uh, late January, early February, I had with actually virus lost... with, right. With coronavirus. I I had actually lost a significant amount of weight for, in a short period of time. Um, and I, you know, I sort of gained most of it back, back to, you know, where I was, um, or close to where I was. And last time I had checked though, I was still kind of in my general vicinity. Um, I hadn't really put on much. Um, so I, I don't think I've really gained gained a lot in the last three weeks. I mean, I'll I'll update you, Bill. I'll let you know next week. I'll weigh myself and let you know where we're at. That'll be something we do before the show next week. I've lost ten
1: pounds since the quarantine. Which Get out of town. I'm dead serious, and it's weird because I've tried to figure out why it happened. Because I'm you still... can't go to the gym. Yeah, I guess could that be it? Well, are you,
0: so when you go to the gym, is your
1: workout like weights and stuff? Like do
0: you lift or are you, or is it, is it more just, you know, running and biking and cardio? I try to
1: run a couple of miles and I do some weights. So, so the weight training will add weight. Okay. So all of my gains are now losses. guys. You've lost your muscle. You've lost muscle. It's really upsetting. Now I feel sad. Now the thing (laughs) is, and I had this on Twitter today, um, My wife has always been an excellent uh, maker of food. I don't want to say cook, right? Because that just seems like an antiquated thing to say about your wife. Uh, But she and I... I You can say she's a good cook. What? You could be a good cook. I could be a good cook. You can say
0: she's a good cook. But I'm just saying if
1: she is, I feel like uh, you start to kind of trigger people. So uh, my wife and I, part of of the initial attraction was the ability to cook together. So uh, that's always been a thing. But in like the last, I don't know, two years or so, she's grown fond of trying to, to do her own baking. She makes these amazing, I mean amazing, loaves of bread of all different kinds. You want some braided, uh, brie-stuffed bread that's been braided? She's got you. You want a crusty, artisan Italian loaf? She's got you. She got into making like Italian white bread so that we stopped buying white bread at the uh, grocery store. Nailed it today. She had homemade cinnamon buns going with a. Uh, she made those from scratch with a beautiful, decadent icing uh that which she you over which you on, on Facebook.
0: Uh, what? Yeah, what you which you put on Facebook in slow motion.
1: Slow, slow motion. Oh yeah. To try and really kind of yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I was gonna put a little bit of uh Barry White behind it because I was gonna be like, "Never gonna give you up. I'm oh, never that? ever gonna stop." But I was like, I thought Man. you were gonna do like, "Let's get it on." Yeah, but I didn't want with it the to slow be. slow motion icing. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want it to. No, no, I didn't like the connotation. Anyway, <laughs> so she, uh, she's been baking up a storm. So I'm like, all right, well, I should be gaining weight. And this is the other thing is that I've now taken to my online reality with my job, which means that, you know, I try to work during the kids' nap times. Uh, we've now forced our four-year-old to start going back down for naps in the bunk bed. Uh, while his little brother takes a nap, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, and anybody who has little kids out there can attest to this. And you've you've done this what three times now, so you know the the struggle of trying to get kids to go back to naps if they've gotten out of that rhythm for a while. But that's now allowed me to have some time to like work on the crossing broad stuff and work on my day job. Uh, but that's now frees me up at night to do some binge watching. I never during the uh, the the work. The work week uh, before this reality to actually get time to sit down and watch TV. So now I've just been like obsessed with trying to go back and and like live that college life of binging shows late at night, going to sleep at like one in the morning, and now I get to sleep until in seven instead of having to wake up at five fifteen every day. So it's like a this is a weird kind of reality I'm living, but I'm digging it. I'm loving it. Um, I don't even remember where I was going with this. My wife has been excellent at, Oh, my wife's been excellent at baking, but the problem is when I when I stream shows at night, my uh my snack of choice has been to take like a little glass bowl and fill it with chocolate chips. So I go to bed and as I'm streaming my shows, I'm just chowing down on some chocolate chips, and I should be really chubby at this point, and it hasn't happened, and being down in weight is very confusing yeah. to me, perplexing, and it's upsetting. It's just chocolate chips, though, Russ. It's not it's like a lot. chocolate chip cookies. No,
0: it's a lot of chocolate chi- chips. You're just eating the little chocolates, though, right? Not it's, not eating the cookies. It's a lot
1: of chocolate chips. It's not. <laughs> I'm not having like ten or fifteen. Like I'm having a probably about a quarter of a of a tumbler glass of chocolate chips almost every night. I've been making buff chick dip. I've been making I, like got to be like it's a stuffed be, pepper it's be
0: genetics because you're. Look, it's got to be genetics. You're sitting there eating junk food out the wazoo, and you're still, you know, very slight in your figure. Thank you. And I'm sit, I sit around. You know what? I snack on, I snack on grapes and oranges mm. and banana. Mm. I love fruit, right? I'm mm. a big fruit person. I don't snack on junk food. I snack on fruit, and and I'm like twice your size, so.
1: It's I've got be really good, by the way, of like going to the grocery store and trying to do two, three weeks at a time. But what's the one thing that I can't get well in advance to last three weeks? It's fresh fruit. And our kids practically eat the entire produce section of a store. I wish I were kidding, but I'm not. They'll go through two of those like huge containers of strawberries from Costco. They'll knock that out in like five days if you let them. They'll go through two or three of those big clamshells of uh, of blueberries. They'll go through one or two of those of blackberries and raspberries. Although Those go up in price. They went through like two bunches of bananas since I think last Friday. They've gone through I think three pounds of apples. I don't know what to do. At this point, I'm just lost. I'm dazed and confused. Our kids love fruit. And it's the one thing like could I get frozen fruit ahead of time? I guess. But I can't really freeze apples. Yeah. Right? now You I don't, don't want
0: to do frozen fruit. You don't want to do frozen fruit.
1: I mean, it's okay in some stuff, but yeah, like I definitely, I went to Wegmans and uh, I thought, yeah, you know what, Wegmans people are going to be like really respectful of the social distancing thing and Wegmans people, they have to. They're going to be right. No, wrong. Wegmans is arguably the worst place to go shopping at this point. Costco's got gigantic wide lanes. Right. And so I never feel like anybody's violating my personal space. Aldi, for the most part, people are still pretty chill, pretty solid. I did have one couple in front of me a couple weeks ago uh, where the guy was trying on boots at Aldi. Now, I don't know about you, but but I don't go to Aldi for boots. I go there for my snacks. I go there for reasonably priced goods. Sometimes you go and you pick up like a shelving unit at the middle the middle aisle where they have all that fun stuff. You don't go there for boots. And this guy ripped off his Timberlands and put on the Aldi boots and then handed them to the cashier and was like, nah, I don't like him. So, I mean, other than that, Aldi's been fine. But Wegmans, Wegmans, the people give you six feet of distance and then you go in, you get your eggs. And as you're turning around from getting your eggs, the guy who was standing six feet behind you all of a sudden has bum-rushed the eggs as if somebody's gonna swoop in like a condor. Ah! And just take all the eggs away. I don't need that.
0: (laughs) I don't need you doing a condor impersonation again. You sure? (laughs) That was piercing, man. You sure?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So uh, back to some comments really quick. Uh, JS Leary over on Twitter says, uh, I miss hockey and your press row shows. Playoffs would have been uh, would have been underway now. And that and that's true. Can't get away from it, it. We we would be talking about a first round playoff series and instead we're here. Now, on a positive note, and I and I think we'll get into this in a little bit, but if if there's been one positive of The pausing of these leagues, it's that we've kind of had this inverted summer schedule where instead of having like June and July as the down months and even into August as the down months, we've kind of flipped that now. And although it was unplanned and we're not happy about it, this break from sports is now setting up for if the leagues are able to come back, you could potentially have uh, (laughs) hockey, basketball, baseball, soccer and football starting up all at the same time. And I know that one of those sports you despise, but still, like the potential of having all that going plus golf, right? Because they rescheduled uh, the British Open. The idea of having all those sports up and running, we could theoretically be looking at a two month or so period of the best sports time in our lifetimes, Anthony. What are you smirking about?
0: Uh, it could be oversatur. It could be oversaturation, Russ. Uh, no, it's an internal com from one of our colleagues. Oh. Make fun of you, so that's all right. Where? Um, Where's this at? But, uh, is this yeah, in Slack? I think it could be an oversight. I think it's,
1: it's a private Slack
0: message to me.
1: Oh, seriously? <laughs> Who is it? It's Wankel, isn't it? Is it Wankel? No, it's not Wankel. Is it one of the investors? No, it's not Wankel. It's one of the investors, no. isn't it? Who else is going to message no. you? Phil Kaidel was it phil I'm, I'm answering him right now excuse me oh come on the least you could do is pay attention jeez uh dave sherwood asks if no, that's anyway. a yorami or a yager uh mullet rug on your head
0: yes it's a yager that's a very yager mullet yes it is yeah that's a, that's a good call i mean i i I still stick with the john crock because of the b yeah
1: I think we're up to the seventh time that your connection has gone to absolute crap. You're gonna to have to repeat yourself in a second. Hold it's a on. Very yagrim. If I sh- oh. Oh. see now, people know what I've been suffering through. All right, that was the seventh time your internet crapped out. Go ahead, say that again.
0: I don't know what to tell you, Russ. I mean, I could I can try and go through my phone. But I think that that's going to
1: cause that'll, a lag. Nope, that'll destroy everything. Don't do it. What were you going to say about Yager?
0: I said it was a good, it's a good Yager. It, it is a Yager hairstyle. I, I, if I shaved, I'd look just like Yager.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, Jamila Harris says that the dark chocolate that I've been eating is good for me. Thank you, Jamila. I appreciate that. Uh, Trevor Harris says, wait, Wegmans? Come on, man. It's Walmart where you get 1000% going to get COVID-19. I don't have a Walmart anywhere near me. I think the closest one's like 25 minutes away.
0: Wasn't wasn't there wasn't there a woman in Delaware who went into a Walmart and announced to the whole place that she had it was in Delaware, coronavirus yeah. and she was going to breathe on them or something? Yeah, she
1: got a felony conviction.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, and that was wonderful.
1: by the way that was following the lady in I think it was Delco. I thought it was Delco who went into the, uh or no, sorry, I think it was up near Scranton. It was at a Gennardis, if I remember correctly, where a lady went into a, uh, a chain restaurant. Delco, a, a it's a easy chain... to mix the two. What?
0: I said Scranton, Delco, it's easy yeah. to mix the two up.
1: Yeah, of course. Um the, the lady went in and she started coughing on all the produce. This was like two or three weeks ago. And then she got, I think she got arrested, right? Uh I don't know how this hasn't, like, I don't know what has to go through somebody's head to go in and, and make a joke of this now. Like, if that's what you're going to do with your life, then I, hmm, hmm, hmm. I have mean things to say, but I won't say them. Speaking of having mean things to say, let's get back into hockey for a second. Russ. Yeah, go ahead.
0: <laughs> we talked to Scott Lawton today. We
1: did! Well, yes! Well, well, you
0: and I didn't actually talk to him.
1: We I were did ask him a, a question. Huh? I did ask him a question. Oh, you did at the very end. Oh my god, that was you. Did you not even stay? Oh, you did stay. I listened to the whole thing. Yeah, I asked the last question. Oh, I didn't even realize it was you. Because I'm a majestic creature, I wanted I yeah, wanted I, the answers. I, that I really, the I really
0: didn't realize it was you. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. Well, my my point is is that
1: well, so hold the on. Flyers have set been... context. Set context. So far, we've had four. Four press co- or four conference calls, right? We had Chuck Fletcher. Um, we had Claude Giroux yeah. was on the, well, he was on the thing with the other Metropolitan that a, Division. That was an NHL, yeah, run one. So the we ones had Chuck the flyers Fletcher that provided, were Fletcher, JBR, Hayes, Hayes, and now Lawton. We're up to right. four, right? And the right. and the conference call usually lasts what twelve to fifteen minutes or so. Everybody's on That's the call right. together. We haven't, for some reason, set up a Zoom where you could like signal to PR that you want to ask a question. That would be a little bit of feedback that I would provide respectfully. Uh, but it's all on a giant conference call and people are just trying to talk over each other to get their questions in. Um, organized chaos, I guess would be the best way to describe it. Your thoughts.
0: Yeah. And I, I look, I, I, I appreciate that the flyers are, you know, trying to provide, you know, players for us to talk to, um, you know, while we are, um, You know, in this situation where we can't have access to them at at practice or games or anything. So I appreciate the Flyers giving us that access to guys, you know, a couple times a week, which is pretty much what they're doing. It's usually like two a week. Um, And so my complaint isn't really with the Flyers because they're giving us that access. And, you know, look, far be it from me. I'm not a beat reporter. I'm not working for a newspaper that's telling me that I have to provide content. You know, almost every day during a pandemic where the sport isn't playing in order to justify my job. okay? so I, I, I at least w- want to give them that the benefit of that doubt, okay? Mm-hmm. because the other writers that are on the call are all writing stories, you know, off of these press conferences. The problem that I have is is that if you go through the transcripts, Russ, mm-hmm. of each of these press conferences, with maybe the exception of Fletcher's because he's the general manager and his was a little bit different. And the very beginning of JVR's, because he's the player rep. But the second half of the JVR press conference, because the first half was all, you know, coronavirus-related stuff. But then after that, and they started talking about the team, and then Hayes and now Lawton, like the same questions are being asked about the same things about the team that was playing, and they haven't played a game in almost a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're 24 days out since the last time the Flyers played a hockey game. Mm-hmm. So why are we sitting here asking a bunch of questions to the players and repeatedly they're the same questions mm-hmm. to these guys mm-hmm. about the team and the way they were playing? Look, you want to slide that one question into each guy and say – Hey, does it suck that you know you guys were playing great hockey when this all happened and now you know you lose all that momentum and you don't know what's going to happen? That's fine. You can ask that question. But to sit there and say, well, what does this guy mean to the team? And what does this guy mean to the team? These are questions you ask like in season when games are being played.
1: Yeah.
0: They haven't played a game in a month. Why are we asking those questions? Instead, let's provide – and look, I-, I know that the criticism is going to be, well, Anthony, how come you don't ask this question? And I'm going to give you the answer. Let's ask these guys what they're doing. What are some of the fun things that they're, or maybe that's not fun. Maybe they're just sitting around being bored off their minds. But maybe they'll sit there and tell you about, hey, you know, I checked out this movie and it was pretty cool. Or you know, I, you know, I, I downloaded this, uh, this show. I've been playing this video game. Like whatever, whatever the case might be. The reason I don't want to ask it in that setting, and we've talked about this before. I think one of the reasons that we have the rapport that we have with players, Russ, you and I is because we are able to talk to them one-on-one. We are able to talk to them separately and, and, and provide a forum for them to talk in a much more relaxed atmosphere, Mm -hmm. not feeling like they have to give you the, you know, the rehearsed answer. Mm -hmm. And so when you're in this press conference setting, or even a phone call press conference, it's not going, it, you know, it's the same thing. They know that there are 20 people on that line, you know, and whatever they say, they have to be careful because it's going to show up in 20 different places, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're just sitting there having a general conversation with one or two guys, it's a lot more relaxed, it's a
1: lot more laid back. So the point. Right, right, is giving his point? Hold on. Oh, number eight. The eighth time his connections gone out. I don't even know if I'm gonna edit this out of the podcast. Oh that If everybody was whoop, whoop, asking if, whoop, I'm here I'm whoop. here. There you are. All right, so I hear you the, the whole, point I hear you the whole time. Alright, well so the Just point so you know, is weird. go ahead. The point, the point is-, is if
0: everybody was asking those kinds of questions and it was a very laid back relaxing conversation with the player Mm -hmm. then yeah then everybody should then would be great and I think that would be the the service that as reporters we should be providing the fans as a group but if if everything is going to be a serious hockey question related to something that was that's a month old trying to suddenly shift gears into something that's funny and fun and whatever. It's just not going to work. It just, we, I've been around long enough to see it that way. Yeah. Now, you know, we've tried and I should let, let the, let the, the listeners know, you know, we've made requests to the team to try and get somebody to join us via Skype or, you know, via Google Hangout or here on whereby um, which we're using for this, uh, for this video. And the team's not allowed to ask the players to do anything other than, a group press conference or something for internal. So the, the players can go on like their internal podcasting network that they have that Mertitis mm-hmm. runs. Right. Mm-hmm. So they could do that. So anything that's internal uh, or uh, uh, run by um, uh, a rights holder. So like NBC, NBC is a rights holder. So they could do sports net. They can do uh, whatever. So in that regard, but, um, Other than that, it's more about like we would have to reach out to the guys individually or go through agents and be a lot bigger pain in the ass for us in all honesty Mm -hmm. to go that route as opposed to just say, hey, look, here's the official request and et cetera and let the the team provide it for us because a lot of times guys don't want to do something if the team's not. Aware that they're doing it, it yeah. just you know, I, I, I understand. You understand that, right? Yeah. So, so I mean, that's so we're kind of in a you know in the same kind of bind. So you and I are talking. You know, maybe maybe we'll get an alumni guy to come on, or maybe we'll get you know a writer to come on, or something to just have you know kind of provide a different voice other than our our two voices every week. But um, yeah, you know what? Those press conferences we, they're meaningless now. And you know who I feel bad for? I feel bad for the the you know brian smiths of the world and his interns uh mm-hmm. brian smiths and the flyers pr staff
1: mm-hmm.
0: because they're transcribing
1: like these 15 15- number nine uh, i'm just gonna make up a song wait hold on well, i can just wait ah i have a soundboard i could do um, something it's a lot now. of questions oh wait they're, wait maybe they're lengthy wait okay. yeah i hear
0: you oh there he is all right. They're 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 lengthy, these yeah. in, these interviews, and everything is the same. Like they can yeah. pretty much just take whatever one guy says and put it into the other guy's answer. No one would know the difference. Yep.
1: Yeah. This is my problem. So that's my rant. And, and, and I've said this to you before, and I think it was more of an issue that I found in the first season that I was down with you um, covering the team was just I got really annoyed really quickly because – so how do I put this? Um we've talked a lot on this show about how the way that the team is presented and the way that the game's presented and the and the post um the the post game scrums and everything are are covered um those are um those are kind of dictated by how like NBC Sports Philly wants to do them. And then that means of course that there's an an inherent issue with timing. And so they don't throw to the scrums as quickly as maybe you would want them to, because they want to have them on delay in case somebody curses and, and they don't have to do a dropout. Right. Or maybe it's just a delay between the, the video and audio getting to the truck in time and they want to have their lower thirds, their moving chirons and everything ready to go. I don't know. But you don't get to see all the questions. And in in some instances, that's frustrating Um because you you don't really get to know these guys beyond the typical couple of questions that are asked the guys saying, oh, it's all about the organization and you know, you play hard uh, for, for everybody on the, on the team, for everybody on the bench, right? And so that's what hockey players get made fun of for. But you also don't get any of the side scrum stuff away from the scrum where you actually talk to these people as human beings. Um, so you miss out on that as a fan. And I guess the problem that, that you run into now is we are now getting to hear over and over again, the same questions and and the same kind of way that the fan has to listen to the same questions, you know, post game and, and post game out. And it's really frustrating. Like hearing the same canned questions about, is it frustrating based on how this team was playing? Yes, it's frustrating. The players are upset. They were playing. Well, what do you expect them to say? Has Kevin Hayes, Brought something to the locker room. Yes, he's brought something to the freaking locker room. Of course he has. Every player said it. Every player who's done an interview all season has said it. The GM has said it. The coach has said it. The assistant coaches have said it. It's in all of the behind the scenes videos. All these viral videos of Kevin Hayes using nicknames with his teammates. It's everywhere. It was on the behind the glass thing that showed that even a couple of weeks into being a, a flyer, he's he's you know, worked his way into this locker room and he fits. It's, it's on. it's, there's evidence of it. Why are we asking the question? Nothing's new. Nothing's different. Why are we saying the same thing? It drives me nuts. And, and they're the same questions. What's everybody else doing? I'm working two jobs. You're working two jobs. We have time to come up with questions. We have times to put some thought into things. What are all these other people doing? And I like a lot of these people, by the way. They're nice people. A lot of them, you know, I have good interactions with down at the games and DMs on Twitter, even just out in the public on Twitter. I like a lot of these people. But what are we doing? Seriously.
0: So I, the answer to What's that question is, about? is that a lot of media, and it's not just hockey. I mean, it's any sport, really. But a lot of the traditional media are used to it being a certain way, and just that's it. Like they yeah. it's it's become robotic in a lot of ways. Yep. And that's not a, that's not criticizing them in any stretch. It's not. Yep. It' just gets that way sometimes. I've been there. I've been when I was a beat reporter. And you ask, you find yourself asking the same question and you say to yourself, why am I asking this question again? Mm-hmm. Like, I just asked this, didn't I? Like you, you forget say, like, when, when did I ask that? I asked this three days ago, last week. Is it relevant again? Like you, you find mm-hmm. yourself in that spot. So it's, sometimes it's just subconscious. Like it's just, oh, you got to come up with something to ask. Here's what I'm going to ask. Yeah. Even if I'm not writing about this, I might just ask this question anyway, just to keep the conversation going. Yeah. But w- we've come to a point, I think, I think we've come to a point in the way fans consume their sports mm-hmm. where you can do it differently, yeah. where you don't have to be that traditional and you don't have to ask those same questions over and over again. And you don't have to worry. You suits. can go a different path, you can go down a different route with these guys. We will lead you and
1: it, take our hand. So, take our hand. Okay. I'm glad that we're on the same uh the same wavelength like, with this uh... by the I way, did, I, if I you did...
0: need something to cut up, I think Craig can cut up your rant. I think that's a that's a good
1: oh thanks man. Oh yeah, so sweet of you um there was uh over on Twitter or, no sorry Facebook a question what about Kevin Hayes jumping on spit and chicklets though so there are two things to our knowledge, and I'm pretty sure about this. We, the way that we traditionally go through requesting a player is you uh, contact the Flyers PR. They're fantastic people. They've won the, what was it the Dillman Award?
0: hmm
1: What, three times now, I think, in the last?
0: Oh, they've five, won it. It's like three and five, I think. I, it may be three and five, but I think he's won it seven or eight times, yeah. all, to, all told. Yeah. Their
1: PR staff is fantastic. And I can't say enough good things about them. Love them to death. They are exceptional people. They do a great job. But typically, the request goes in through Flyers PR. Typically, Zach Hill, who we appreciate tremendously, hope he's doing well in this time. And uh, Josephville, another great Flyers PR person, believe they welcomed a, a baby right before the season stopped. I don't even know if I got to congratulate the guy, but I'm sure he's listening. Maybe he's watching. Congratulations. Anyway, we no. submit that request. The player comes back and... They're like, yeah, of course I want to go on Snow the Goalie. It's the only Flyers podcast. What else would I do? So it's great. But at this point, like you said, we're in a spot where it sounds like the the Flyers cannot request the player to come on to a show and do something additional. Think of like working within the terms of a contract, like right. uh, work work to rule or work, 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 right? Work, I don't know. Work to contract. Work to rule. Work to yeah, rule. Where it is work yeah. to rule. Okay. Where you don't you don't demand or request anything outside of the contract parameters. So my guess, and I'm pretty sure about this, and I think we do have the numbers of a few players is if we made direct contact with a player or if a player who's listening to the show, because we know that some of you, maybe even many of you do, you can always slide in a DM and let us know how to get in contact with you. And we'll be happy to have you on the show. But if we have the direct line of communication to the player, then I think they can come on because there are, they're a person, they're a human being, and they can come on a show if they so choose. So I think that's our our holdup right now is we could go back to some of the players that we've had on in the past, and I'm guessing that they would be happy to come back on. But for any other player who hasn't been on before, and we had, I think, two players that had pending approvals that we were excited about having on. We had an idea of where we were going to take the, uh, the interview. It was going to go very far away from hockey. But as of right now, I don't have their number. You don't have their number. We can't make direct contact with them. But if you're one of those players and you're listening, because I know you are, slide into one of our DMs and let us know how to get in touch with you. We'll have you on the show. We'd look forward to it because, of course, we are the only Flyers podcast. Um, that's why we haven't had anybody on. But I, you know, I'm glad that you you cleared the air for people because we want to have well, no, players if,
0: on. Why don't, you, why don't you address? I mean, he said, "What about Chicklets?" So Kevin Hayes went on Chicklets. Kevin Hayes is so friends
1: with uh, with Bissonnette, and so did right? Warcheck.
0: Right. Uh, I think it's more Ryan Whitney. I think is Kevin Haynes is okay. friendly more f- with Whitney. Yeah. Okay.
1: And there you go. Yeah. They're friends.
0: Yeah. Anthony and I, was also, Anthony and was I are also, not also chumming it season. up
1: at 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 the local the local uh, establishment with uh, the Flyers that was also in, corps. that was also in season when that happened. Just so they know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Bill Gordon does bring up the fact that Bryce Harper was on, uh, I think Instagram live. Yeah. Was on Instagram live talking to, or playing Fortnite, talking to everybody, which is fine. Again, as a private citizen, you can do whatever you want. That's why I'm saying. Our only way right now would be to contact these guys directly. And if we don't have their number, we can't have them on. Uh, we have a bunch of comments and questions and concerns that have been brought up. Let's so get I to want them. to make sure that we get to them. There's one about Netflix, which we'll get to momentarily, but before we do, um, Trevor Harris says that he doesn't want me to ever do the condor sound again. It scared the bejesus out of him. Uh, it what? It was awful. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I can't see the tr- the the handle here, but I know who the person is. But there is this uh, Reverend Manny of the Church of Hague on uh, on Twitter says it feels so weird seeing Penn Jillette without his partner Teller. <laughs> I knew mean, you'd like that one. Yes, Penn um, That's there were, also, good one. there were also there were also multiple comments about how when your video freezes and your audio starts to drag, it sounds like you are auto tuned. So, the, uh, the thing is brought up that you're either Will. I am or you're learning from Chris Brown. So, that's great. Um, Anthony DeAngelis over on Facebook asks If you're on the LAN, I believe that's supposed to say, who does he owe money to? Nice.
0: I don't... So, I, I think the reason the video is cutting out is because I'm actually in a different room that I'm normally in in the house. Oh, my um, God. Well, I, I'm
1: serious. Is that no, a problem, you're Russ? Probab- you're probably right. Yeah, well, it, wait. So, so your router is in the basement. So here's the thing.
0: Normally, I'm in the room right above where the router is. Mm-hmm. However, my daughter is doing a class for online class there for the University of Delaware. So I can't be in that room talking, and I have to get myself somewhere where she can't hear me because Does she she's not have in her online room? class.
1: Does she not have a bedroom?
0: Again, it's more important that she's got the good feed for the online class. So I go somewhere that's a little bit further away from the router, which is probably why it's cutting in it now.
1: No, I don't accept it. I just don't. I don't accept it. Just letting you know. Not okay. Not Okay. She can't have anything held against her. If her internet connection craps out, they can't hold it against her. That's against all kinds of educational laws. Not all right. She can say that it was an unfair and unequitable um, uh, practice being executed by a secondary or an institution of higher learning. Nay, nay! Next time she goes to her room, she's grounded, (laughs) and you get the better connection. You have to. If, if the room no. that you usually record in is right above the router, we need to get you a wire run up through the floor so that you can wire in. Your connection's going to be twice as fast. We won't have any of these dropouts. It'll be great. Fantastic. This
0: is the first time this has happened, Russ. No.
1: No. No. Yes. This is yes. why when we do crossing broadcast and when we used to use our audio-only feed, you would get behind by almost a full second, and we'd all go, well... There it goes again. That's why last week you were the only one who dropped out. Okay, actually that's not true. I dropped out one time cuz I was the host and my connection went bad for a second. I fixed it though, don't worry. Anyway, let's move on. It doesn't matter. Um Bill Gordon says, uh, think about this, guys. The Flyers have a great chance to win it all. The Sixers have a chance to win it all, and our Phillies have a chance." That's not true. Not at all.
0: Although no, the- I don't think any, I don't think I don't think I think the Flyers are the clear closest of the three yeah and i don't even think they have a chance a real good chance to win it all
1: wow you've soured it's very sad uh um, it's not sour i think somebody I think compared really your good. hair to uh prime mark recce oh that's yeah, another good look
0: yeah yeah it's yeah. very recce-esque yeah. th- this is a little long it's more tony Amonti than it is recce
1: it is Uh, I was asked if I uh, made my own iced tea or if it's Turkey Hill. Well, I thought that I'd be festive, so I got my uh, Flyers glass out. My Flyers glass has Arnold Palmer inside of it. I don't know why. I feel like any kind of canned beverage is better if you put it in a glass.
0: I'm drinking an Arnold Palmer myself in my Red Solo cup.
1: Cheers to you, friend.
0: Hey, we have about six minutes left because I do have to cut Oh, out I forgot for another... about your cutoff. Yeah, oh, I have no. a hard cutoff. So we got we got to get into our Netflix discussion.
1: I guess. Okay, fine. It's why, it's why I got the mullet going today, right? Oh, by the way, Dave Sherwood came in with like a Bernie Sanders, all, all uh, caps response. Unequitable family bandwidth distribution. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. This is true.
0: This is yeah. true. Um, so one of the things I think that Russ and I are going to do... Between when he decides to come back, is uh, each week uh, you, what, we're going to binge watch something together, mm-hmm. and then talk about it for five minutes on the show, and mm-hmm. then, yeah, see where see where it goes. Mm-hmm. So we decided this kind of last minute. So unfortunately, the only thing that we have personally both binge watched in the last two weeks that's the same all the way through has been Tiger King. Yeah.
1: So Russ, why don't I, you give I us? I am. Uh, I'm three your, episodes your... away from being all caught up on ozark i started the second season i think four days ago so i'm done season two i'm on i think season three episode eight of ozark so i think we'll talk about that next week and plus tiger king for as much as we love it tiger king's got a new episode coming out i believe it's supposed to go live this week uh what's his face jeff Lowe, the guy who uh well i don't i guess spoiler alert time the guy who uh gets involved with uh joe exotic and and you know it happens with the zoo towards the end sounds like there's going to be a special that's like based on him or maybe goes gives us an update on like the construction of his new zoo so that's the, coming the out joe, this week joe,
0: Exo- joe exotics husband said it's a like a live reunion kind of thing oh boy but it doesn't include carol baskin wait and which of husband doesn't include joe wait, Exotic
1: because he's in jail which husband there were the three most, the most
0: the most recent one
1: okay Whatever, okay. I forget what's his name, uh, Dylan. Oh, Dylan. that's right. Yeah, we're in spoiler territory now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But the thing that's ex- more exciting to me is the uh, div- Discovery Investigative Discovery Channel is going to look into what I, I mean, look. The best episode of Tiger King is episode three. Mm-hmm. They're all good. They're all you can't tear
1: yourself away from. But
0: episode three follows is the up one on that. that. Ex-
1: yeah, it falls up it, on that it, little cliffhanger from episode 2 that
0: Yes, that oh my god, this rival woman who's trying to shut down the zoo in Oklahoma, that's Joe Exotic Zoo, may have just, you know, 20 years ago murdered murdered her husband and fed it to a tiger. Fed him to a tiger. Mm-hmm. They just <laughs> drop that on you, right? So it's like, "Huh? What?" So investigative discovery is going to do a whole bit, a whole show, a whole documentary. Just about investigating the missing hus- ex husband from 25 years ago. I'll tell to you. Me, that's the most fascinating. I, I can't wait for that.
1: I'll tell you who killed that man. It was that female dog, Carol Baskin. That's who did it. That's who it was. My
0: favorite, hey, my favorite part, and the part that made me laugh the hardest during Tiger King. Yeah. Was when he was making the music video.
1: Oh my god!
0: Of her killing her husband and feeding him to a tiger, mm-hmm. which is in episode three.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, the, there was literal tears rolling down my eyes, and I was I couldn't breathe, not because of coronavirus, but because I was laughing so hard. It was, it was, it was great. It was, I can't, I can't wait for the follow up because she to me, she's the most riveting character to me. Wow. Because she's she's pure evil, in my wow. mind. There's nothing good about her.
1: I don't know what this is going to do to the live feed. It might cut it out. I'm hoping it doesn't. I want you to see who I think should probably play Joe Exotic in a, uh, in a documentary. Let me see what it does. It might mess with our video feed. It might not. I don't know. Hold on. Hold, please. Let's see if that messed up our live feed. Uh, no, there it is. Danny McBride. I think Danny McBride would be a fantastic.
0: Oh, eastbound and down. Yes,
1: absolutely. That's who I... I look like him too with this thing. Okay, sure. Right? Sure. Sure you do. I guess a little bit. Yeah, I'll I'll take it. So, right? that's that's who I think. Um I'm going to show you who Carol Baskin reminds me of. I'm going to get in trouble. Are you ready?
0: I'm not seeing... I didn't see the other one, so I don't know. Where's the sh- show oh, up? Oh,
1: you're going to have to show it on the stream. You're going to have to look at uh, the stream. i got to look at
0: the stream. Okay, go ahead. Uh, let me flip over. Go I'm
1: ahead. I'm going to show you. People are going to be very upset. I'm going to get called all kinds of names for making this comparison. Right there. When well, I the st- hear...
0: The, sh- the stream is a minute behind, right?
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, it's, it's a decent bit behind. When I hear and I see the mannerisms of... and. The facial expressions. I see and hear Hillary Clinton. Oh, no. <laughs> so if you've been watching Tiger King, I want you to go back from just for a second. Even if you're done watching, I want you to sit there for a second and I'd tell me going. <laughs> that that's not Hillary Clinton because... The facial expressions, the the expressive eyes, the sometimes bewildered. Like I think back to the DNC, um, the the convention when the balloons were following. and it's that um, the GIF of her being like, "Oh, like that's what I see." Hi, all you cool cats and kittens, as Hillary Clinton. Oh my God, saying. my so really quick on Amazon, there's uh, Pete the Cat and the Pete the Cat cat. cat who like narrates the show, starts off by saying, "Hey there, cool cats and kittens," and my wife just like screamed as it was happening. I'm like, "What happened?" She showed me, and then I screamed. It's kind of upsetting. It's all Carol Baskin; she's everywhere. I think we'll get into Tiger King more next week, plus Ozark, because I could tell you. I know that you haven't seen season three yet. Season yeah. three, by far, has gone. I I don't even know. It's awesome. It's a it's a really good season, but my god, has it gotten different? And there's there's one Marty line that I want to talk about that, that happened, I think, in episode seven. Okay. To uh the senior Cosgrove from the KC Mob. And it was it happened and my jaw hit the floor. You're gonna see a new side of Marty Bird. That's what I All can right. tell you for season three. So if you haven't Fair gotten enough, caught up yet. I, I haven't yet. Our our final segment of next week's show. We'll do our our Netflix binge, and we'll talk about it. Anything else that you want to get out to the people before we uh, go do the uh, hard cutoff? We have because you've got a uh, Google Hangout call when we get done our show.
0: So yeah, so um, I want you and yeah. and the fans out there also. Yeah. Uh, it might take us a couple weeks because it's going to take you a couple weeks probably to watch every episode. Okay. But eventually, I want to talk about Money Heist, okay. which part four or season four just dropped uh, a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm halfway through season four okay. of Money Heist. I love it. I mean, it's in, it's a it's in Spanish, so it's either sub or dub. Uh, I I think the dubbing is pretty good on it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but if you like if you like listening to the Spanish and reading the dialogue, you can do the subtitles which is fine i it's it's a it's a roller coaster ride from first episode of season 1 all the way through it never slows down breakneck speed and there's a, there's pretty much a twist almost every episode. It's it's not like they have filler episodes. They have something happening, and you're like, oh man, I got to go to the next episode to see what happens. Wow. We'll talk about that one, I think, in a couple weeks. But I want you to get on that train and watch that real quick, Russ. I know I got to run, but why don't you give our five star review and then we'll check out of here?
1: Okay. Uh, we had a five star review. While I pull that up, I just want to do a, a quick plug here for our friends over at Odd Logic Brewing Company, located at 500 Bristol Pike in Bristol, PA. Uh, they are running um, um, service to your car. So if you want to go and get your beer filled up, um, they're doing cans. They're doing the no-contact uh, delivery out to your car curbside. So make sure you go hit them up at 500 Bristol Pike in Bristol, PA. It really does mean a lot now um, as small businesses are are still trying to, you know, get through this time. It's it's important, maybe even more important now than ever, to make sure that you're supporting them. And and while we're at it, I want to, you know, send a shout-out to our friends over at uh, uh Kelly's Candy and Nuts, they're uh, down in uh, Delco. We had them on uh, an episode of the Press Row Show. They they have fantastic handmade candies. We want to send them a shout-out. They're also working on a Westchester location. I think that this emergency shutdown has stopped them uh, from progressing with the uh, construction of that facility, but I think they're saying that they're looking to open for August. So uh, give them a look. They're over on Facebook, Kelly's Candy and Nuts, uh, at at Delco. Big fans of them. We love them tremendously. Okay. Um, this was from Joe Cavallo. I think we might have read this at some point on one of the shows, but if we didn't, we want to make sure that we do get to it because right. it's a good one. I don't think we did. Uh, Joe gives, gives us a five-star review over on Facebook and says, Great interviews. I love the topics uh, they discuss. And even with hockey on hold, they still have interesting discussions. I'm going through the archives now, and I love listening to them. Well, nice. thanks, Joe. Appreciate that. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Look, if you, if you feel generous, if you're feeling kind at this time, uh, and you can go over to Apple Podcasts uh, and look up Snow the Goalie or go over to Facebook and leave us a five-star review or give us a like, give us a follow, share uh, this episode or, or whatever to your friends, to your friends groups, to any uh, Flyers-related Facebook groups you're on. We'd appreciate it. If you're ever on Twitter, same thing. Share us out. Let people know about our show. Um we're going to be working on some fun stuff here for the next few weeks. Um, I am very confident and I'm very hopeful that we will have some kind of a timeline on when hockey will be back. And I'm hoping that we have it soon. Um, a bunch of people are commenting over on, uh, on this, the stream now. I at least see one or two that are saying always five stars and we appreciate it. If you can, Apple Podcasts is really the place that if you go, you can leave a five-star review that makes a, a big difference. And make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else you get your podcasts. It does make a big difference and it helps us climb the charts both here in the US, but also we were on the charts in Canada a couple of weeks ago. I think we're still there. So I want to make sure that we're continuing that rise. I think yeah, we, we get were, consistent We were downloads. top 150 in Canada of
0: sports programs. Yeah. I mean that's pre- I mean people Oh, top 150 in an entire country
1: about hockey sports, by the way. Uh, uh, no, well, not just about no, hockey. No, no, I'm saying in a in a country where hockey is the number 1 and you have to think yeah. there are thousands of hockey podcasts alone in Canada. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. To and wrote, by the so. way,
1: I know that like VPNs are a thing. And so like that kind of makes it look like people are downloading from abroad. But we consistently have double to triple digit downloads in at least 15 countries coming in. And I'm pretty sure that those aren't VPN downloads. So we know that we have people that are listening over in the UK, in continental Europe. We've got it up in Canada. We've got even down into Latin America, there are a few. You have some people who are working for companies, some people that are working down um, for missions. I think we had somebody reach out to us recently that they were down uh, building houses, I think, in, in Honduras. So we have people all over listening, so spread the word. Anthony, it was lovely, as always, doing the show with you. We'll have Crossing broadcasts coming out later this week. Me and you and Kevin and Bob will be in all of the same channels. So if you enjoyed watching the show, make sure – you check us out a little bit later this week. We'll be talking about all of the sports, all of the teams, all of the leagues. Um, otherwise, we'll be back uh, either next Monday or Tuesday. Just keep an eye peeled to the Facebook page or to our Twitter feeds, and we'll update you on when we're going to be doing a live stream of the next show. By the way, of course, if any kind of breaking news comes out, anything big, anything that's, po- that's positive for hockey, for the Flyers, we'll do an emergency podcast. We'll send it out to the masses. We'll let everybody know. We are hopeful that there will be some good news at some point soon. So, uh, Anthony? Lovely as always, follow him on Twitter at Ant I'm at Joy on Broad, follow us at snow the Goalie, facebook.com/now the Goalie. and uh, for Anthony, I'm Russ, we'll see you soon.